Fans of the Dynasty Invest podcast, if you feel like there was one particular episode in the back catalogue in the anthology of Dynasty Invest podcast episodes that really, really, really was massively valuable to you, feel free to share that with a fellow dental colleague who's in a similar position so their understanding of finance can be elevated and they can hit the next level of financial success in their life. Also, as well as that, if you could take two seconds to rate and review this podcast, it would mean the world to me. What that would mean is that it drives this podcast further in terms of reach so that more dentists across the world can be able to benefit from the knowledge contained therein. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Dentists Who Invest podcast. Beliefs. What have beliefs got to do with success? Well, actually, they've got everything to do with success. And here's why. They're actually one of the most unappreciated things that are correlated with somebody being successful in life in a financial sense. Of course, there's many other ways that you can be successful in life. That's not the only facet to success. Far from it. However, this is the Dennis Who Invest podcast. So we're here to talk about finance, specifically with it pertaining to some sort of actual benefit in our life. When we can enhance our income to have an extra day off every week, when we can enhance our our investments such that they're more productive and they give us a greater yield and therefore we accelerate our journey to financial freedom, well those might be some common goals or objectives of some people who are listening to this podcast, the dentists who listen to this podcast. So the very first thing to do whenever it comes to your beliefs is to figure out what your objective is because you can only really say whether or not it's a belief that's taken us closer or further away to our objective or impeding our process or objective unless we know what that actual objective is so the very first thing is to define your objective and then with relevance to that then you can start to audit your beliefs so what do i mean by beliefs Beliefs are the things that we believe are true or real. Beliefs are the things that we think are fundamental laws of the universe, but actually they're manifestations of our subconscious. They're usually given to us by somebody who had authority over us whenever we were younger, whenever we were of a certain age where we were more receptive to information which determined our actions, which limited our actions, which were what we perceive to be rules of the world around about that time. But if you think about it, how abstract and how how not true is that? Because if you think about it, if you if you walk down the street and you talk to a hundred people and you ask them what they think about the world and you ask them, do you agree with them? Well, chances are that you won't agree with the vast majority of them. It's actually rare to find someone that you do agree with entirely. So why do we go through life with these beliefs that we obtained when we were very young that were given to us by someone else when we know for a fact that usually we don't agree most of the time with what other people say to us as adults. Don't you think that's really strange? We just absorb these things and never actually questioned them. Well, those are your beliefs and actually in lots of ways they limit us and it just so happens to be that those people that gave them to us were our parents. Now, if you think about it, most of us can say that we went through our life and probably had more than a few disagreements with our parents. doesn't mean we love them any less. But, of course, it's a common trope, isn't it, that the, the, the child, to a greater or lesser degree, doesn't always agree with their parents. Now, here's the thing. We know that is true, yet we also know that most of the things we think actually came from them because they were given to us around about the time we were way more receptive to that sort of information. Now, that the thing about it is... We accepted those things at the time without really questioning them. Whereas if someone gave them to us as adults, we definitely would question them because it's a good thing to question the world. But how many of those things are inherently absorbed into our subconscious that we don't necessarily know? Well, in my opinion, the answer is lots of them. And actually, lots of the time they limit us. 
as I have learned, as I've went through my life, and as other people have pointed them out to me, and as I've been more exposed to this phenomenon. So how can I make that super tangible and real for everybody who's listening? Well, if you think about it, if you go to the front door of your house, and you think that the front door outside of your house is lava, well, guess what? You never actually set a foot outside the front door of your house. And you think that might, might sound silly, but actually, there's lots of beliefs that are like this, that are quite quite obviously not true whenever we test them. So here's the thing. You go to your front door, you think that everything outside your front door is lava, or you think everything outside your front door is some sort of flipping nerve gas that's going to basically mean that you're going to instantly die the second that you go outside your front door. Well, if you thought that that boundary was so real and that the consequences of overstepping that boundary were so grave that you never actually flipping tested it, well, guess what? You never actually walk out your front door to find out that that's not true. But you don't know that. What about if your belief was, like I said, that that nerve gas was invisible? You were unable to see it, unable to smell it, unable to taste it until the very second you were outside the front door. Well, if you believed that to be true, you'd never flipping test it, right? Well, the thing about it is there's actually lots of things that we do like that every single day. Lots of us believe money is a bad thing. Therefore, we're unlikely to be able to undertake activities in our life which are likely to welcome more money into our life. Because if we believe it's inherently bad and one of our goals is to get as far as we can in life and be successful and be a good person, well, we can fundamentally see how that's actually misaligned with our actual objective. Therefore, that is a belief that's holding us back. Therefore, that is a belief that's going to mean that we are unable to achieve our full success or our full potential or get to where we want to go much faster. Money is not emotional in any way. Money is not a motive. The only reason that it has emotions, the only reason that anything has emotions is because our human brains assign those emotions to it. Now, the second that we know that emotions are assigned to something, we also know that it's a totally subjective thing. And we also know that it's totally malleable. And we also know that that's something that we can shift and that's something that we can change where it suits us and where it is required and where it is important to be able to propel ourselves further in our journey. Now, like I say, this is why it all pertains to what our actual objective is and how that looks. Maybe our objective is to be financially free when we're 60. Maybe our objective is to be financially free when we're 40. Maybe it's other things in our life and that's totally fine. In which case this whole conversation about beliefs around money is not actually something that is that relevant to you because your objective is nothing to do with that. Now, it just so happens to be that in my opinion that I think that probably 98, 99% of all objectives are are enabled by having more wealth in our life by having more cash only insofar as it's the easiest way to buy back our time so that's all i mean by that and that's the way that we should look at it it's very much a means to an end rather than the goal in itself hence why one of the reasons why i made dennis who invest was to allow people to explore that and allow people to understand a lot more about that world because there's the world of finance but there's also all these other ethereal things that surround money which absolutely fascinated me whenever I started reading deeper and deeper into it again one of those things being our beliefs and how we think about money that's actually one of the quickest ways to welcome more money into our life that's one of the quickest ways to welcome more wealth into our lives and more free time and all of these wonderful things if we just think is our subconscious, as in i.e. our beliefs, actually aligned with where we want to go? Rarely it is. Most of the time, we have to work on that. Even people who are conscious of that fact work on that almost every day. One of my old mentors who helped me with Dennis Who Invest way back in the day, he said to me that he used to spend 30 minutes every single day auditing his beliefs and auditing how he thinks. 
to make sure that his subconscious is actually aligned with his conscious goal which is absolutely amazing to me and actually the more at the time I thought to myself how is that relevant how is that pertinent how is that useful and now I look back and now I think to myself actually that's probably a very valuable exercise because the more you can calibrate that the further you go and the faster you go which is a flipping unbelievable thing one of those things like I was saying on this podcast is to understand the importance of your beliefs and how they may be hindering you or assisting you in achieving your overall goal very first thing is to assign that goal whatever it is, figure out what it is, crystallize that goal, because it's only really at that point that you can say, are my beliefs actually aligned with getting me to where I want to go? If my beliefs are, if my objective is that I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily want to have a financial, financial freedom as my objective, then whether you believe money is bad or good, then it doesn't actually really matter because financial freedom is not an objective for you. It's not really something that you care about. So therefore, that belief doesn't need to be calibrated in any way. But if we believe that if you, an objective for you is that we want to achieve financial freedom very soon, then believing that money is inherently not a good thing is also going to be something that's directly opposing that. Therefore, you consciously state your objective is financial freedom. But subconsciously, your brain is pulling you away from that because you don't actually feel like it is a wholesome pursuit to pursue wealth pursue wealth to achieve the objective that we just outlined so you can now see that actually this only really with relevance is only really something that we can say whether a belief is useful or could be enhanced further because really if you think about it there's no such thing as a good or bad belief really inherently there's no real definition of good or bad that the universe gave us again another human construct there's only beliefs that are 100% calibrated to take us to our ultimate objective and beliefs that are suboptimal that could be calibrated further and obviously could be calibrated further has a wide scope of meaning it could mean that your beliefs are just not quite honed to the level that they would be in order to get you to where you want to go in the most efficient manner or it could be that they're actually pulling you in totally the opposite direction or just making you stay stagnant where you are. And now everybody, I feel, begins to appreciate the importance of this stuff a lot more. Because as I say, this is one of be, one of, this is going to be one of the things that will accelerate your wealth journey as quick as possible. It really all starts with exploring what you think. Listening to your subconscious, as in when you feel emotive about a particular subject, when you feel sad, when you feel happy, when you feel whatever emotion you're when you feel fear there's another common one or greed or whatever that's your subconscious trying to talk to you you're trying to tell you something that most people really do not have the ability to separate their conscious thinking from how they're feeling subconsciously but if we know subconsciously that that is in no way ever going to be an objective thing that really our subconscious is just some sort of primitive part of our brain trying to talk to us at any one time and it's just as infallible as our conscious part of the brain and we all know that that part of our brain is conscious we we all know that our conscious part of the brain is 100% infallible because otherwise we there'd be a human being out there somewhere that's never made a mistake in his or her life and we know that's not true so why is it that we never ever question our subconscious especially now that we understand a lot more about how it can be directly hindering us from achieving our ultimate goal our ultimate goal being financial freedom our ultimate goal being creating an amazing 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 world for others to benefit from however that looks charitable deeds helping the environment creating some sort of amazing product that will help humanity for the rest 
of its entire existence. These are all the things that could be done and could be achieved by each and every one of us because we've got potential in us. But again, if our subconscious is holding us back, we're never really ever going to live our fullest purpose on this earth and be the best version of ourselves and achieve our ultimate goals, objectives, destiny, and amazing things that we can accomplish within our potential. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit follow or subscribe so you can stay up to date with information on new podcasts which are released weekly. Please also feel free to leave a positive review so others can learn about this podcast and benefit from it. I would also encourage any fans of the podcast to sign up to the free Facebook community from which the podcast originated. Please search Dentists Who Invest on Facebook and hit join to become part of a community of thousands of other dentists interested in improving their finances, well-being and investing knowledge. Looking forward to seeing you on there.